Welcome to Her Extraordinary Life by Design, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I'm your host, Leslie Gaudet, self-care coach for women who are ready to make self-care a priority to support them in life and business. Every week, I'll be speaking with inspiring women from various walks of life who will share their personal journeys and will discover how they have fearlessly carved their own paths as business owners, passionately pursuing their dreams, and creating a meaningful impact on their communities. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you've been listening for a while, welcome back. I'm your host, Leslie, and I am excited to continue my gratitude series with my next guest, Tamara Smith. Tamara is the owner and creative director of Chanson Creative, a boutique branding agency dedicated to professional services and women of color. With over 25 years of combined agency and corporate experience, Tamara has assisted Fortune 500 companies in creating and launching their brands with stunning visuals across various mediums, including print, digital, and interactive media. As a creative entrepreneur and branding expert, she has honed her skills in creating brand solutions that authentically capture the essence of her clients' businesses, enabling them to showcase their true selves and attract their intended audiences. Her passion lies in helping service-based businesses and professional women of color break free from the corporate grind, allowing them to reclaim their expertise in their respective industries. She partners with clients to build meaningful brand identities that help them confidently connect, stand out, and drive profitability. I love what you're doing. Welcome, Tamara. I'm thrilled to have you on the show today. Leslie, thank you so much. I'm so excited to chat with you. Yeah, well, before we get started, I'd like to just start with you telling us a little bit about you, how you grew up, what you do, and then we'll dive into today's topic around gratitude. Okay, so where do I start? (laughs) When it comes to how I grew up, um, I grew up in a loving home um, that where I've always been encouraged to be not dependent on a lot of people to be self-sufficient to I, I think about you know sometimes with parents they may teach uh, their children to or especially their daughters to wait for the night in shining armor or to you know rely on others I was pretty much raised to be independent and it comes in handy when it comes to career when it comes to having direction in life but it has held me back in times when it comes to support and sometimes even when it comes to forgetting about what to be grateful for, not just the facts, but the feelings. <laughs> so that's pretty much as far as my household it was loving. I was able to explore my creativity. That's actually how I've gotten to where I am now. I grew up in a household full of music. I think of childhood memories of getting together, either gatherings, family reunions, where music was involved. And that actually is my muse now when it comes to creating and building brands, because there's so much emotion that's around those things. So 
as time went on, went through high school, went through college, fell into this graphic design, the love for creating really helped me to get to know people and really understand their stories and make human connections and helping them to now build that in a way that attracts their clients and their ideal audience is really what lights me up because it's really about that human connection, the relatability that makes people know, like, and trust us. And we can be the the best of the best, but if we don't have anything that is relatable or we can't make that connection with people, it's going to be really hard to make the impact that we're, that we're looking to create. Yeah. So so what specifically though got you started? I know that you support women of color. This is something that you have decided to help like professional women of color break free from the corporate grind, you know, so they can claim their expertise in their respective industry. So what started you down that path? Was, was there someone you knew? Was it an experience that you had that made you decide these are the the people that I truly feel or women that I truly feel connected to that I'd like to be able to serve them in this way that I've been able to do with my expertise around branding. Yes. So automatically my thoughts went back to right out of high school. I didn't go to college right away. I had a couple of years of experience in corporate before I pursued uh, my degree. And during that time, I was in corporate, I was in the office. And one of my first full-time jobs was with electrical engineering. It was men, it was older white men, and they had no clue as to how to how how, how to work with me. They had their own ideas of who I was or or what background I came from. But then when I showed up in a way that was who I was. It it threw them off, but I had to, I felt like I had to always prove myself in a sense. But then I found that when I was myself, it helped. It made a difference because I didn't have anything to prove. I was just being who I was, but I also felt the pain that other women of color go through where they don't feel like they're, they have a seat at the table and they can have all the degrees. They can have all of the uh, accolades and, and, uh, ex- expertise and still not feel seen, heard, and respected. So that's why I have that passion to help them. I, I know these are rocking ladies. These are ladies who have gone through the fire, that have gone through and, and experienced what they're best at. Now it's time for them to show up in a way that uh, attracts those that who they are meant to serve. So that's why building that bridge between their business and their audience is such a passion for me. And any way that I can help, especially strategy, having that plan of action first is what's going to help them to visually have that consistent look and feel for their business and ultimately Mm -hmm. attract those clients. Yeah. And I think as women in business too, like we are a minority to begin with just as women. And then Mm -hmm. when you 
put in women of color who are in business. It's not necessarily, I would say, strikes against us, but it makes it a little more challenging when you are in what they would call a man's world, a mm-hmm. uh, man's way of thinking to how businesses run, how people show up in business. And I think it's okay to be able to change that narrative a little bit and be able to come from it from our backgrounds, whether, you know, whatever cultural background we come from, there's going to be something maybe that we can bring from our particular experiences that really could, you know, benefit the clients that we show up for, whether we work with, especially as women of color, whether we work with other women of color or we work with someone else who's not, you know, whatever industry we're in. But I, I think it's really important to support women this way. And you honing in on that particular area of women, I think is great because, you know, sometimes there are those preconceived decisions around where you come from, your education based on how you look, you know, and even maybe being judged just specifically for the the things that people see first before they get to know you. So I I think it's really powerful what you do. So thank you for that. So We are going to be talking about gratitude today because I think it's really important. I think as, you know, as women in business, being able to go out and do the things that we do, being able to support other people, I think that there's that level of being grateful for the life that we lead, even if it's not everything that we want right now. And sometimes too, things start to change. We start to like shift outside of like, oh, I actually want to do something different and being okay with that. So I think what's powerful too with what you do is empowering women to use their voice through their branding and also being able to help them if they're going to change anything about their direction in business and how does that look? Because I guess as a branding, you know, person, you would say that branding really is us. Like we're our brand and then whatever else we bring to that brand, like our messaging, our mission. Uh, But we, in essence, are the face of our brand. And I think that's important. So I want to talk about gratitude because I think gratitude will help. I, I know it has me in my life helped me to be really super dialed in and be able to go after my goals being based on being grateful for everything that I have now and being grateful for the doors opening and the, and the opportunities and the new connections. So I, I want to ask you about this in your experience. What are some effective ways to shift our focus? Because I know sometimes we get into these stages where we're trying to move on or, or level up, expand in some way. So in your experience, what are some effective ways to shift your focus from negativity or scarcity towards gratitude and and abundance? And then how can we integrate these mindset shifts into our daily lives? Great question. I found that shifting focus from negativity to scarcity and scarcity to gratitude and abundance, it starts with mindfulness. It starts from there and then grows with practice. I've found over the years, I've pretty much considered myself a pretty positive person, but sometimes life be life and, and, you know, you do find yourself in that negative space, but being honest with myself first and foremost, that I am in that space. Sometimes just denying it can just prolong it. So it's feeling the feels. Yes, I am in this negative space, but it's part of being human. And just because I'm there doesn't mean I have to set up shop and live there. I can give myself a time limit and then move on. 
reframing, thinking about, okay, I am where I am, but how can I get out of that? How can I move on from it? So for me, taking walks outside, moving around physically, physically changing my location and focusing on something that I've had nothing to do with creating (laughs) helps. And that would be nature. You know, I have no control over the things that are created around me when I go outside, Uh, whether it's finding things such as having a cool breeze pass through, seeing two squirrels chase each other, you know, finding the humor in that. And even sometimes, hey, you're in the city and you see pigeons, you know, looking for scraps. By paying attention to those things takes me out of my own head and has me focus on what is important. Everything has a purpose. And then it reminds me that I have a purpose. So if that's not a starting point to having that gratitude and having that mind shift, I don't know what is. Yeah. And I love the fact what you said about being able to feel the feels, you know, like be in the emotions. I think a lot of people are afraid, especially women, you know, being told that we're overly emotional or were too emotional. And I think that's not really fair to do, but I also understand sometimes we can live in our emotions. So it's, there's that fine line of understanding. It's like, okay, to embrace and feel how you feel, but in order for you to grow and move past it, you have to also be able to move through those emotions and not live there. And I think that's where we can find that I guess for a lack of better terminology, that balance of being able to feel how you feel, work through those emotions to not deny yourself that. So you don't want to get into that, that feeling of resentment, but also being able to say, okay, I'm feeling this way, but how do I move from feeling negative or that scarcity mindset towards that gratitude mindset towards feeling like, my life is abundant already, you know, because we can look at all around us and find things to be grateful for. But when you are in the moment, maybe of things happening to you, sometimes it's going to be hard to shift yourself. So if it's hard to shift, it's okay to actually experience and allow yourself to feel how you feel and give yourself permission that it's okay to have an emotion. And then help yourself to move out of it. So I really love how you had focused on that one piece. And then you talked about, you know, like reframing it or even changing locations, like changing your physical from maybe sitting to like movement to getting out, like you said, into nature, finding ways to actually have not necessarily just distractions, but I find I'm like you, like when I get outside, I go for a walk around the community that I'm living in. And one of my favorite streets here, I'm always seeing the squirrels and the birds. There's this one bird feeder and they're all sharing, but it's so fun to watch them or seeing like the multitude of butterflies. Like it's still, you know, makes me so happy and grateful that I can see this life going on around me and just the sounds of nature. And I think that just can take you into that gratitude, that into that, that feeling of peace and being grateful for just having that around you. So I truly love that. I want to ask you what, I know that you talked about these, some of these things already, but what is one practical tip or one strategy that you have used that's personally benefited you that you would recommend to someone who wants to 
cultivate or start something for a daily gratitude practice? It's a really good question. I would say that the one strategy that I use is to speak it out. Using your voice is so important when it comes to daily gratitude. We can be in our heads so much. And when we hear ourselves reminding ourselves of what we're grateful for, for, for counting our blessings, when we hear our voice, it confirms and affirms what we know is true and what we believe. The reason why I say that is because I'm a woman of faith. And as a Christian, I take opportunities to share my faith with others who are willing to listen. And I have to say, there's times where I hear myself speaking my conviction and my belief. And I'm like, wow, did you just hear yourself? (laughs) And it's fascinating to me because it may be things that I've taken for granted or that I say or know or believe every day. But when I actually speak them and I hear them, that reaffirms to me that what's true for me. So I use that in the same way with using my voice, whether it's speaking affirmations. And if affirmations aren't your thing, then inspirational quotes, scriptures, even songs. I have to admit, I sing loud. I don't, I'm not saying I'm a singer, but even if you're not a singer, having like a curated playlist of songs that really speak to your heart I know when I listen to lyrics and they share the things that I'm grateful for, I hold on to them. I listen to them daily. And even if I can't quite find the things that I'm grateful for, that's my reminder. And when I speak them, when I sing them, it's that reaffirming for me. So that would be my tip, using your voice and then um, the the playlist of songs of gratitude. So. Whatever is meaningful for me may be different for you. So I can't quite say like what songs, but when you, when you hear them, you'll know them and just hold on to them. Yeah. I love that. And one of the things too, that I, so every day I have like the end of day gratitude journaling. So I just journal about five things I'm grateful for and I read back through them, but I actually kind of think that I could go a little step further. I mean, you've just reminded me of that. To really to anchor them in how grateful I am for those experiences or for those people, for those things, for those opportunities, for those new connections, is that I could actually say, you know, I can be really grateful for each of these items of what I've written down and speak them out loud. And then like maybe even go a step further and reminding myself of why. As I think like you were saying, affirmations. You know, a lot of people think, oh, affirmations, right? Like, what good are they if you don't really believe it? But I I think is the power of of an affirmation is not necessarily in the beginning that you're going to believe it, but it's you're speaking these words over yourself that if you say them enough, they can become your reality. It's the same thing if you speak negativity over your life, that can become your reality. So which would you rather do you want? You want the great ideas around gratitude to, you know, speak power of your life through the, your positive affirmations, or do you want the negative? Do you want that negative experience? And I think most people would say, you know, I really don't want the negative experience. Right. I'm trying to move into that grateful frame of mind, but I've maybe struggled a little bit to do that. And I think it's just finding those ways to help others 
if we've been able to find what works for us, how can we help others to do that? So I appreciate uh, your share here. Um, So so how, so when it comes to um, expressing gratitude, how do you do that? How do you approach others in a meaningful way uh, when you're expressing gratitude? And what are maybe some creative or thoughtful ways you found to show appreciation and then foster those deeper connections? So I found that thoughtful expressions of gratitude hold the power and being supportive of others without expecting anything back when it comes from a genuine place. It usually takes the focus off of myself. And in that way, if there's things that are swirling in my head, struggles, doubts, you know, I've, when I pause and put that energy towards others and hyping them up, cheering them on, celebrating their wins, I found that it helps me to remember that it's not as bad as you think. (laughs) And also it helps the other person. Uh, I really am a fan of human connection. Uh, I know earlier when we were talking about like the different strategies, having that support system, you mentioned connections, fostering connections, having that support system of people who will speak positivity over you, who will hold space for you when you are in that negative state, when you may not feel the best, but then after you either get off the phone with them or after a call, you know, you, you, you feel better, they feel better and not just better, but empowered. I think that's so important. So being the friend that you want or need to me is important. Human kindness goes a long way and you never know how that comes back to you, especially when it's coming from a genuine place. So either a text, uh, a handwritten note, uh, I find even with my clients, having a handwritten note of thanks really goes a long way with them because we are living in such a digital world where tone of voice doesn't always come across in the most genuine way. So even having a voice message, again, using your voice, voice message, handwritten notes, something that actually shows that we're human really does help. And uh, so I don't know if that's creative, but to me, it's out of the ordinary of what we hear and see now, just getting back to basics and and being human, <laughs> just having those, you know, those human connections, what thinking about what is it that I would want to receive? I guess what golden rule, right? <laughs> uh, we yeah. want to treat others the way that we want to be treated. So it really does uh, go a long way. Yeah. And I love that you talk about community because to me, that's a really big part of having those relationships because it is about relationship building for me. And it's also really important, I think, when it comes to having that that grateful life, it comes down to the people in our lives, like the experiences with those people in our lives. And so when you focus on other people and building those deeper connections, I truly feel like everything else in your life is going to really benefit Mm -hmm. from just 
because you are focusing on other people and you're focusing on the goodness that they bring into your life. And you're also telling them, you know, I think it's like, you can think that people are great in your life, but if you don't tell them, they're never going to know. And you're not speaking your truth. Like you're saying, speaking it out loud, I think is really important. Speak it out loud. Tell them how you feel. Tell them how they make you feel, why you're so grateful they're in, in your life. So I love what you shared. So when it comes to gratitude, what advice or encouragement would you give to someone who may find it challenging to find things to be grateful for, or even find they are resistant towards embracing that grateful mindset? First of all, you're not alone. And it is, again, it's part of being human. Sometimes we feel like we're the only ones that are in that state. The question is, do you want to stay in that state? And if you don't, then that's half the battle because it takes everything that we have. People can't make us move out of that. We have to want it. We have to want that end goal at first. And so I would say, start small. <laughs> Whatever the challenge is, start small in making those adjustments in mindset, making those uh, adjustments and reframing our, or shifting our, our mind from negative thinking to positive, preparing ahead of time so that before we get to that state, we can break that link, break that link in, in the chain of negativity because it, it can really spiral down quickly. And also too, don't take yourself too seriously. Find humor, find humor in even the small things. I, I know there's times where I've complained or I've heard people complain about something and it's like, you always do this. And I'm like, well, at least you're consistent, you know, <laughs> it's just trying to find something even just to break the stress break the and humor does it laughter is the best medicine so even if you can't come up with it find someone that can and it's contagious it'll help it'll help to to have that rub off on you and over time you know it'll grow we start looking for things to be grateful for we start paying attention more and you want the being used to the feeling of being in a more positive and abundant state even the the desire to want to live in that state can also be a motivating factor as well. It's just a matter of practice and helping to build that muscle. So yeah, that would be that would be my advice and encouragement that it does not have to you do not just because you're in that negative state does not mean that you have to stay there. And there's life is worth living in a positive state. We all have a purpose. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for for sharing that. I really did love your just bringing it all around. Again, it doesn't have to, and it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be like everyone else. You know, we always think that, oh, there is a specific formula to practicing gratitude. There's a specific formula for even like self-care itself. And it's like, no, it's what's, what is it that aligns with your lifestyle? How can you bring gratitude into your life that helps you to focus on what's around you right now? And I think if you can do that and stop thinking about the past or the big, you know, worrying about the, the what ifs of the future, but staying mm -hmm. present, that's, I think that's going to really be helpful because then it starts getting you to focus on all of what's really happening right now that you can say, oh, I really do have a pretty good life. Or, you know, some of these things that I thought I wanted, they didn't come to pass, but this is really great that they didn't because X, Y, Z didn't happen. ABC showed up and it's like, that's what I wanted in the first place. So it's really being focused. I think dialing it back down is being in the present 
you know, the, the day that you're living to help you to foster that, that gratitude mindset so that you're able to like say, Oh, these are what's, this is what's going on in my life today that I can be totally grateful for. I met this person and because of that, this is happening or I had this opportunity. And because of that opportunity, now I'm living this lifestyle. So I really think that is a way to do it. So I appreciate all of what you've shared today. I do have a last question for you. As a branding expert who helps women of color reclaim their expertise, how has cultivating gratitude supported you and your clients in confidently sharing your voices and your gifts with the world? For one, when it comes to choosing who to serve, when I found out and came to the conclusion that I wanted to help the past version of myself to help ones who have been where I have, sitting in the cubicle, wishing, hoping, dreaming of owning my own business and actually using my expertise, not to support someone else's dream, but to make impact the way I wanted to. Now, mind you, I was grateful for the corporate experience that I've had, but I found that embodying that and then reworking it towards my own dream was a pivotal moment for me. And I also find that with my clients as well. I work with amazing women and to see the meaningful impact that they desire to share with the world is motivation for me to continue doing what I'm doing because they're strength in numbers. And by being even grateful for each other, like you mentioned, making connections, even during some of my calls, we talk about their business, but we don't just do the surface, we get deep. And from that comes opportunities for gratitude as well, because they're going over their lives and reviewing their purpose and their mission and what aligns their life with their business as far as values is concerned. And it becomes quite emotional sometimes, you know, to have those reminders. So I believe that I do work with my clients from a place of gratitude. And by doing that, it fosters that human connection to really, really find what it is that makes them unique when it comes to working with their clients. And gathered voices do make a a larger noise. So uh, I find that the more uh, women that I work with, you know, that there's that greater impact. I'm grateful for it. And in turn, they uh, show that gratitude as well. Thank you so much. I really, truly uh, appreciate what you've shared today and that you've joined us today, sharing your inspirational outlook and the empowering qualities uh, through gratitude. Um, I really deeply admire the, the meaningful work that you do. I'm grateful that our paths have crossed. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Leslie. And to our listeners, if you would like to work with Tamara on reclaiming your voice through branding, please be sure to check the show notes for her contact information. Her talents have truly made an impact, and I hope her wisdom today helps you recognize and boldly share your own gifts with the world. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and a fantastic week. And until next time, keep dreaming, keep believing, and keep designing your extraordinary life one day at a time. Thank you for joining me on Her Extraordinary Life by Design. I hope you've been inspired and empowered by the incredible stories shared on this show. If you enjoyed this episode and the conversations we've had, 
I would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a review. Your feedback and support mean the world to me, and it will help others discover the podcast and join our empowering community. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Together, we can continue to learn from these amazing women, uncover their extraordinary journeys, and be motivated to create our own lives by design. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, stay empowered and keep shaping your extraordinary life one day at a time. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid.